Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. I can't sleep, but seeing as I'm camping in the middle of a bona fide blizzard on a frozen lake in the snow-smothered wilds of Western Norway isn't any wonder. I pin my eyes wide open to ward off the impending claustrophobia of the candy-red polar-grade tent, which is taking a thrashing against 50-mile-per-hour winds, and I remind myself that it is important to go outside your comfort zone. I'm on a frozen lake at the foot of a glacier, so there's nothing to see but white. It's just all snow, and you can't even really see much further than five feet ahead of you because of the blizzard. There's nowhere to hide. The spindrifts lift and swirl like fairy dust. My skis whir and zing against the pearly white frozen snow like an arcade game. The air smells of nothing, but it hits with the cool, clean snap like a shot of vodka. I'm starting with this story and this setting, a sense-dulling blizzard, because the absence of my senses were more noticeable than what was actually there. (laughs) That's Nicole, of course, our prolific traveller and travel writer from the US now based in the UK. I talked with Nicole many times over a few months from her home in London to see if we could get to some really practical and inspirational advice about what it takes to do what she does for a living. That's what this Circa Journey series is all about. So welcome to episode four, which really is all about writing. Yeah, writing for your senses, or as you just heard, in spite of them. The joy and benefit of reading about places you know, and also why you should all be keeping a rather large file of inspirational clippings right there on your desktop. As always, I'm going to let the expert do the talking, so here we go. Uh, So you're always told as a travel writer to think with all five senses, and travel writers, especially newbies, tend to really rely on see. Everything is what you're seeing, but you have to think, no, what does everything smell like? What does it taste like? What are you hearing? As a child, I was always called sensitive, and it was sort of a derogatory thing to say, but it was always like, oh, you're being too sensitive. But now, as a travel writer, I really see that it's a superpower. It gives you empathy, but also observational skills. And um, there's a saying that says being a writer is getting to live twice. But for me, it's also about living in high definition the first time. We'll be back after the break with Nicole more tips and tricks for you wannabe travel writers. We'll see you after the break. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's, it's, it's describing a lot, but it's being vague and unquantifiable and using words like beautiful or large, you know, <laughs> like those don't tell, tell you anything. So it's about, I think too, when you're writing for your senses, you have to use words economically. You have to use words that are very specific. So if I tell you the room was small, it's different than saying the room was the size of a studio apartment in Tokyo. You know what I mean? Like that gives you a clear visual. I also really love, and I recommend people do this, that you read travel writing from either a destination that you grew up in or lived in or know well. And read about how someone else is describing that. If there's someone who knows it well or lives there or grew up there, they're probably going to do a really good job about it. But if they're not, you're going to see where they're dwelling and where they're getting it wrong and where they're using, you know, these, where they're missing the mark. Try to avoid any kind of vague, unquantifiable words. Tell me a color. Tell me who goes there. You know, one thing I do in my writing all the time is I try to give a, a real like personality to it. So I'll be like, the bar looks like the place a Targaryen would frequent. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> like I try to set a scene by, by using sort of a playful turn of phrase rather than saying like, it looked like a dungeon. <laughs> Again, it's le- letting the reader imagine it. You don't need to describe every little thing about that room. People are going to get bored, but... They're going to get the gist of it if you if you throw in a little turn of phrase like that. I try to be very specific in terms of what kind of flowers, you know, what kind of trees, what kind of architecture, what kind of columns. Even if you add a local name for something, like a word in the native language, even if there's not, not a direct translation, it adds a lot of flavor to the piece and it sets the mood and it sets the tone. And I really like atmospheric writing. Like, my favorite feeling in the world, or one of them anyway, is reading something and I pull my head up and I was like, wow, where did I just go? <laughs> you know, it's like those like those old-fashioned Mario games where you fall down the pipes and you're like in this completely different world. Like that, I love that feeling. That's as close as you can get to like real life magic. <laughs> and if you're able to do that for someone, you know, I think that's that is good travel writing. Anytime I come across a good piece of travel writing, I file it away. And if I'm ever having trouble writing a story, I read all that file of good travel writing. It's really inspiring. It just makes you, it just reminds you that it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be these like run of the mill pieces and you can really do something with this. And you have these topics sometimes that, you know, can become a little bit boring for somebody like me who, you know, has been writing about this for so long. Um, If you show me a good hotel review, I'm like, wow, that is skill. Like the way you can make it less about the hotel and more about this larger issue is crazy. Like I don't, there's such magic there that I don't really know how, how other writers do it sometimes, but that's why I keep this file. Thanks for listening to part four of our travel writer's journey 
with Nicole Trillivis. All other episodes are available right now in the Circa app, ad-free, or anywhere you get your podcasts. This series was produced and edited by me, Neil Innes, and executive produced by Stacey Book, Dominic Ferrari, and Abby Glajanski. Huge thanks to Nicole for her time and wisdom. Be sure to check her out on Instagram and Twitter at Nicole Trillivas or at NicoleTrillivas.com. Continue or listen to this journey again right now in the Circa app. Circa, love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it.